Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Bienvenidos a Soy Violento Macabro Podcast. Yo soy Dee. Yo soy Ali. Y hoy Ali les contará de un caso que sucedió en Missouri City, Texas. Teen dating violence occurs more than you think. According to a survey completed in 2019 by CDC, about one in 12 high school students experience physical and sexual violence in their relationship. This is not okay. Saying no or not wanting to be with someone should not lead to violence. Individuals should not immediately turn to violence because something did not go their way. Anger is a normal feeling we all experience, but there are appropriate and effective ways to express it. It should not end with someone being murdered. This is a tragic case of Sabrina Herrera. Advertencia. La información de este caso puede ser desencadenante para algunos. Tenga en cuenta que algunos de estos casos pueden involucrar menores de edad, abuso, violación o violencia. Escuchen con precaución. Warning. The information on this case can be triggering to some. Please be advised that some of these cases may involve children, abuse, rape, and violence. Listen with caution. And Eric, I know that we talked yesterday. You said you were the cousin Sabrina looked up to. That had to be very difficult for you to see all of this happen. How had, difficult has it been for the family to deal with this loss, even these these many years later? Yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not something you ever plan for or imagine that could happen. You know, this is worst case scenario. You, you know, first love. First dating, they don't have that knowledge there. So, you know, it, it was very impactful for the family, as you can imagine, because right. it's not something you could ever imagine that's going to happen to you or right. someone you know. Sabrina Herrera was born in April 1999. She graduated from Elkins High School in Texas in 2017. Sabrina was attending Houston Community College and had a dream of becoming a nurse. At the time of the crime, Sabrina was 19 years old, and she had been dating 20-year-old Troy Parker for five years. So they were in their early teenage years when they first began their relationship. It is said that on August 27th, 2018, Sabrina went to Troy's home. Her family became worried as a lot of time had passed since they had last heard from her. En unos outlets dicen que la familia se empezó a preocupar después de que Sabrina no llegó a su trabajo. 
pero en otros medios se dice que se preocuparon cuando Sabrina no llegó a recoger a unos familiares. Whichever it was, what is certain is that they had not heard from her and became very worried. La empezaron a llamar, pero nada. Ella no contestaba. Sabrina no era la muchacha que no contestaba las llamadas y se desaparecía por horas sin saber de ella. Entonces, su familia decidió usar el app Find My Friend to check on her whereabouts. Al encontrar su localización, la familia llama a las autoridades para levantar un reporte y les dan la información de dónde está el carro. The police arrive at the location around 7 p.m. and see Sabrina's car, but no one is inside. They open the trunk And this is where they find Sabrina's lifeless body. No, no. La policía es informada que la última persona que estuvo con Sabrina fue Troy. He is taken in for questioning, and this is where Troy confessed. Él confesó de haber matado a Sabrina. Cuando esta historia salió a la luz, se dijo que, que Troy no dio una explicación del por qué mató a su novia. Lo que se sabe es que ese día, mientras Sabrina entró a la cocina, Troy va detrás de ella y agarra una cuerda que estaba encima del refrigerador oh, wow. y la estranguló. He then picks her body and places her in the trunk of her car. Troy begins to drive around and decides to stop in a dead end and abandons the car. Neighbors of Troy could not believe that he was capable of murder. They were shocked. One neighbor said that he had interacted with Troy a few times and he seemed like a good kid. You know, he came over, shot some basketball a couple of times. You know, we talked about sports and work, and I just thought he was a good kid. I didn't know he was that type of kid. There isn't much information on this case, um, and I wanted to figure out what pushed this monster to murder his girlfriend. What reason did he have that made him think that his actions were justified? In the news outlet of KPRC in Houston, the reporter claimed that Troy had actually stated to the police that no one else deserved her if she wouldn't be with him. Oh, wow. That comment says it all. Yeah. If, if this is truly what he said, entonces Troy mató a Sabrina por celos. Yeah. I mean, we've heard it time and time again. Exactly. Most of uh, domestic violent cases have to do with the partner leaving the relationship. And the one that's being left is the one that's like, well, if I can't have you, nobody can. Mm -hmm. And decides to end an innocent life for, for jealousy or for possession. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, none, honestly, there's not much. There's not a lot of information on this case. 
there was a few articles that repeated the same thing. There was maybe a few news reports, but there wasn't really there wasn't really much. So here, like you said, we're assuming that maybe maybe they had an argument that day. Y yeah. a lo mejor por el comentario que, que el reporter dijo que Troy hizo, podemos, we can assume that maybe es, pasó una discusión, ella ya no quería estar en la relación y Troy decidió que la solución era matarla. Yeah. In another interview with Erika Rivera, who is Sabrina's cousin, the reporter made a comment that after Sabrina's murder, it was discovered that there had been some abuse in the oh. relationship. Yeah. But no one knew about it until after. Algo estaba pasando en esta relación. Yeah. Pero desafortunadamente Sabrina no lo reportó. No, no le dijo a nadie. Y como hemos dicho muchas veces antes, a veces las víctimas no hablan por miedo, porque las tienen amenazadas, o piensan que algún día van a cambiar. Yeah. It's the holding on to hope sometimes that yeah. prevents them from going after and saying anything about it. And I think that domestic violence is one of those types of cruel acts that have to happen, like, at, like in a very hush hush um, moment it's like they don't want anybody to know um, there's shame they're, the yeah, they're, they have shame mm -hmm. uh, behind it and there's yeah. also like the sense of oh but he 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 won't do this again he or like denial I guess yeah. that's like I like he's not going to do this anymore like it was only that one time or yeah I deserve that so it's like they, 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 I don't want to say victimize themselves, but they justify the aggressor's yeah. behavior. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's not okay. It, it's scary. We can, like, we cannot imagine what these victims feel in these, in these relationships. And yeah, it, it's, una persona no debería de ser asesinada porque se quiere salir de la relación. Yeah. It shouldn't happen. And a victim shouldn't be blamed either yeah not of course not it's there there's a lot of shame that's being carried by being the victim of domestic violence even mm -hmm. though there's many cases of this and it's known that it's one of the most reasons that women get killed when it comes to to women being murdered it's because of domestic violence or there has to be some sort of domestic violence involved in there but at the same time it's like you know people are ashamed that they themselves are being a part of this this violent cycle and for them to come out and try to tell their story or tell people about it it's it, it takes a lot of guts to do it y lo del miedo verdad el miedo de yeah. que qué va qué, qué me va a hacer si hablo ¿Qué le va yeah. a hacer a mi familia si hablo there's so many layers to it yeah there's so many layers so many factors when it comes to to being brave enough to come out and, yeah. and tell somebody what you've been going through. And I can only imagine the amount of hurt that she's, she was going through, especially yeah. in, in such a, in a, in a very toxic relationship, but also keeping it a secret and not being able to even confide in her family about it. 
And I think we cannot, you know, with what we all know from previous cases, we can all agree that there was something happening in this relationship. I mean, we have all experienced heartbreak, right? Yeah. And although it sucks, although it hurts, you feel sad or you become upset, your thought is not, I will kill them. I'm going to murder this person because they don't want to be with me. There was yeah. something happening wrong. with Troy. There was something, there is something wrong with Troy for him to think that this is the only solution. It's, it's upsetting. It's so, it so tragic that she lost her life because of because of his decision by any chance do we know if troy had any history of like seeing his parents be abusive in any way or there's any domestic violence within his household mm, there's nothing on that no okay. the only information that has been given about his family is that he lived with his brother and their adoptive mom but there okay. hasn't been anything else on his history or any violence or he's ever been in trouble. There's nothing yet. That's it. That's, that's wild. Because usually there's like a pattern, you know. Sometimes that people see it and somehow reenact it further in life. But that's, yeah. It's interesting. Students of Elkins High School gathered outside the school with Sabrina's family and friends to honor and remember her. Pink balloons were released for Sabrina that day. Sabrina was also a huge fan of Drake, and she had actually bought tickets for his um, concert in Houston that was set for September 29th, 2018. She was not able to see her favorite artist as she was murdered a month before. Drake actually played a tribute to Sabrina at this concert. The audio that we're about to play was a post from her from Sabrina's cousin thanking Drake for remembering her. In this video, you see Drake on stage and behind him on the big screen, you see pictures of Sabrina. And Drake is heard saying the following. Tonight, I just want to start the show a little different. I wanted to let you know that um, it's a young girl by the name of Sabrina Herrera. And uh, she was supposed to be at the show tonight. You know, she, uh, she had saved the money, she had got the tickets, she had bought an outfit, she had lived with somebody, she had some passes. I was supposed to meet her tonight, and unfortunately, about four weeks ago, she was killed. So, I don't mean to bring the mood down. I don't want to make this like a downer. I want to celebrate her life tonight. Houston, Texas, she was from Houston. I want y'all to make some noise. We're going to do this for Sabrina tonight. We're going to go there. And her whole family, her whole family is here with us tonight. So, I want to do this not only to celebrate her life, I want you to celebrate each and every one of your lives tonight, because you never know. So, I want, I want everybody in here to show us it's very heartfelt especially because drake decided to honor her at her at his concert in houston and, and have her family there and it's you know it, it to me it's always like so 
heartbreaking to know that that a person lost their life and they're not able to enjoy that and the fact that music has a way of connecting with everybody and bringing some sort of joy or emotion to you and to have that been like ripped away from you because of somebody's possessiveness and jealousy it just it, it's so tragic yeah um i'm just really happy i guess that's the word that drake decided to do this for her and honor her her life and for the family to to be able to be there and like celebrate her life even though you know it, it was due to a tragic reason they were still there for her yeah and i'm i'm sure with that wherever sabrina is she she felt all the love that houston the love. had yeah. had given her that night and and that drake did and it it truly truly fills my heart with so much joy that that they were able to just enjoy that time and and just be in that moment and for her and and just be yeah. there for her even she though she's not physically there yeah yeah ella debería haber estado ahí Sabrina no merecía morir así ella debería de haber estado aquí celebrando sus 24 años con su familia y amigos Sabrina debería de estar terminando sus horas y trabajando como enfermera desgraciadamente un monstruo decidió quitarle la vida en 2019 Troy pleaded guilty and in October of that year, he was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Wow. He was charged with murder, tampering with evidence, and abuse of a corpse. Teen dating violence includes physical and sexual violence, psychological abuse, and stalking. Abuse in a relationship is all about gaining power or having power and control. None of these behaviors are okay. They should not be acceptable. Parents, please share this information with your teenagers. Talk to them about what a healthy relationship looks like, how they should be treated, and how they should treat others. Teach them about respect and that it is okay to say no and to hear no. Teach your child that it is okay if things do not go their way and to not force others into their ways. Individuals should not immediately turn to violence because something did not go their way. Teach your child that it is okay to feel upset or sad if someone does not want to be with you, but that they will be okay, and violence is not the answer. I completely agree with it. Um... I feel like a lot of families don't talk about what is a healthy relationship mm. or how to go about having healthy relationships and healthy boundaries within a relationship, um, especially in the Latino community speaking towards us. I feel like it's it, it isn't talked enough 
And I also feel like at least we are the generation that's trying to fix that in a way where we're trying to establish boundaries and rebuild healthy relationship patterns and try to understand what's what are good um good relationships and what are the red flags that we should avoid or not you know cross but i agree you know the time to talk to your children is now yeah if mm-hmm. if you don't do it somebody else will be there and will completely manipulate the way that they think and it could it, it could easily be another child in this same scenario mm-hmm. getting it from With- another person from a person who is in an abusive home so it's yeah. just we have to teach all of our children this yeah especially because you're you have to sit there and be like you don't let anybody treat you this way mm-hmm. if somebody treats you this way you talk to us doesn't right. matter mm-hmm. no let them know that there is no fear behind speaking up mm-hmm. and letting them know I'm always going to be here for you. I always want to hear what you're going through. And if if things are rocky and if you need any advice, it's like, yes, I am your parent, but I am also somebody that loves and cares about you. I feel like a lot, especially when we're in the, the teenage years, we feel like we can't talk to our parents because they can't relate. But the matter of fact is that they've been in this planet way longer than we have. And whatever we are going through, they've already seen it or they already experienced it. Or they know somebody that has. So as a as speaking as somebody that was a teen and was scared to come to my mom about certain situations or my dad about certain mm-hmm. situations, as an adult, I'm starting to learn how to do that. And learn from past experience from you know, family members, friends, and having that open dialogue. Because I feel like a lot of families don't have that. And, you know, had seen... And it's a, not to blame the parents, right? No, we're not, it's not. We're not blaming parents here at all. We're no. not saying it's it's the parents' fault. It's not. It's like yeah. everyone pone su granito. Yeah. I think I saw this post either in Be Latina or Latina, Latin, Latinx Therapy on Instagram, where it's like our grandparents were in a different generation where all they knew was abuse and being very submissive and... And follow what the husband says. And then the generation after that was learning a different way on how to understand relationships. And then that generation raised our parents. And then that's how, like, whatever they learned, the good stuff that they learned from them, they'll keep it. But all the bad stuff, they'll try to fix it. And that goes towards us. And we have to rearrange that and arrange what are the healthy habits. And it's nobody's fault. It's just understanding that with each generation that narrows down to the next it's our responsibility to teach the younger Mm -hmm. to make it better and to stop these types of crimes from happening so again i'll i'll encourage you guys to see this video because it makes you a little bit more aware of what what happens and how important it is for you to open that dialogue and I'll leave it in our Instagram. I'll share it. I'll share the post um, on our social so you guys can check it out. But it's very important for for a dialogue to happen and for us to open up and understand that we're tired of seeing women 
falling at the hands of violence because of jealousy, domestic violence, abuse, possession, all of the above. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we can prevent that from happening, we must try our best to, to do whatever we can in order to stop it. Yeah. We'll be great. También. I'm going to include, there is an organization in Houston. Right now, at the top of my head, I can't remember their name. Pero se involucran las escuelas. From the dating age, which is like middle school to high school, where they teach children. Um, they're, they're teaching these teen- teenagers what is a healthy relationship. How to put boundaries. Yeah. It's, it, courses included in the curriculum. And I think esto debería suceder en todas las escuelas. Yeah, en todas, porque no nada más el trabajo de una persona, es el trabajo de todos, porque todos. whatever is going on right now, it's not helping, it's not working. So we need to figure out other ways. You know, it's, yeah, they need to find a way to maybe even just like add these courses into the curriculum to teach kids, to help them, I, yeah. para que entiendan, yes, it's scary. We understand it's it's not easy to speak up because so much fear that comes behind it. There's so many layers to it, but there is help out there. Yeah. Know how to tell from like, know what, what a red flag is. Know that your worth is so much more than what they're making you feel. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And it's, it. I feel the importance of understanding healthy relationships, healthy boundaries should be part of, of, a curriculum yeah it shouldn't be learned through friends or family Exactamente. it should yeah. be learned it should be taught if your parents aren't teaching it to you you might as well learn it from that school from and other profession from prof- professionals yeah, yeah. professionals mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i feel like it it'll it'll help a lot of 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 people because you know at the same time it's not only women that go through this but it's also men yeah so mm-hmm. it's like so it would be easier for us to open that dialogue and be like, you know, men go through this too. There's no shame in it. Exactly. If anything, it's something that you need to like understand, you know, these are the signals that are meant for men that like are the way that they're being treated, that they've been abused. So I feel like our culture has a lot to do with it. And if we have a, a, a professional that's willing to just talk about it and have people understand what the boundaries are, there would be less of this cycle happening over and over and over again. Yeah. And I'm not saying, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it's going to change over the night, right. but it will definitely help people understand what's going on and understand what are the, the, the signals and, and hopefully save another life. Yeah. Porque hay gente que imagino que piensan que, oh, teen dating violence, you know, only happens in those TV shows, the yeah. high school kids. No, it happens in real life. Like, yeah. la forma que estos TV shows enseñan las cosas, eso, eso está pasando en las escuelas de, estos, de, de, los, de los niños. Yeah. This is, it, it's, it's that. Yeah. intense and it becomes even more common than people think exactly it's porque hay gente que dice ah pues en mis tiempos o cuando yo estaba en la escuela nunca miré eso eso no pasó los it's tiempos like, it's because nobody nobody wanted to talk about it nobody wanted yeah. to be like well mm-hmm. 
a, a mí me pegan o a mí me dicen cosas o a mi novio no le gusta. Like, no. I even remember when we were teens and, you know, there were shows like, like Degrassi popping up where we would learn about like certain things that would happen in relationships. And that's the way we would find out about it because mm. a lot of people would not talk about it, but you would see it on TV. And a lot of these TV shows like Degrassi got a lot of shit because of it. Because they were like, how can you do this? How can you put this in, you know, TV? Like, teenagers don't go through this. And it's like, no, they do go through this. They go through teen pregnancy, domestic violence, bullying. They go, they, they you know. So much. Y luego with technology, esto se hace yeah. más grande. It's like. So there, that means that's, that two, approximately, if we're talking that it, each class is 28 students, it's two, two in, in every classroom. Class. Mm -hmm. And that's so not that's, including like in, in the whole like population. It's in yeah. one classroom. Yeah. No está bien It's eso. Yeah, esto no está bien. And imagine those that aren't being accounted for. Or people that are like, oh, well, that was an abuse. You know? So it's like, there's so many factors to these studies that are yet to be acknowledged. Like, imagine if that test was just done in a certain population. Imagine if it's more popular in other parts of the country. Or in other states. In other, you know, worldwide. We don't know. Mm -hmm. It's all about just knowing that it happens. It's real. And people don't believe it's real until it's happening to them. Which is the most scary part. It is. We will include resources and hotline numbers in our post. If you or anyone you know of needs support. There is a, a great online resource que encontré in my research that focuses on educating young individuals about dating, where they provide resources for victims, how to set boundaries, what a healthy, healthy relationship looks like, and other helpful resources. It's called Love is Respect, or you can go to loveisrespect.org. También les puedes llamar al número 866-331-9474. También el número de la the National Domestic Violence Hotline es 1 800 799-7233. That is 1-800-799-7233 for support or additional resources. Remember, you are not alone. No está solo, no está sola. We know dating is not easy, but it definitely should not be abusive or violent. Este fue el trágico asesinato de Sabrina Herrera. You did not deserve this, Sabrina. You deserved to be loved and to be respected. Our hearts go out to her family. Again, this is the case for this week. We know it's a very heavy case. And especially, I mean, all of the cases that we do are very heavy. But we just want to know, let you guys know that there is resources out there. There is help out there. If you need them, you can DM us and we could share those um, 
websites that need links or anything that you might need. Um, all the informations to the uh, helplines and resources that Ali mentioned earlier will be featured on our description as well as our post. And if you want to see any of that, you can follow us on our socials. We have uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram and threads. You can find us as at SVSM underscore podcast. And on Facebook, you could search for us as Soy Violeta Podcast. We should be the first ones to pop up. And you can DM us, leave us a comment. We will try our best to reply as fast as we can. And, you know, we, we're, we're open to talk to you guys. We, we love you guys and we appreciate it. And if you need help when it comes to any sort of resource or information, we, we are here to help. Um, it, we are more than just talking about a case and leaving it as it is. We'd like to share information and be helpful. And if we can and, and we can, we can change any way or any anything is possible for us to like help you guys out we will try to do our best to do so we help each other out yeah yeah so again all the information is going to be in our description as well as our instagram accounts and our twitter threads facebook and all of that and um yeah and again you can listen to our 78 episodes that we have on spotify apple Podcasts. Amazon Music and Google Podcasts. You could just type in Sobel Somacabro Podcast and we should be the first ones to pop up. Um, you can also uh, download the Latina Podcaster Network. We are uh, featured in their catalog as well. So you could just type in Sobel Somacabro Podcast and we should be the first ones to pop up. And if you need any further details on where you can listen to us, again, you could just send us a DM. We're more than happy to do so. And yeah, thank you so much for listening, um, for sharing our episodes and for sharing your thoughts. And um, we just want to say thank you so much for everybody that's DM'd us so far and let us know how much this this community has helped and how much it means to them. We really appreciate it. We, we never expected for this to be as big as it is. And we just want to say thank you so much for everything. And um, we love you guys. And thank you for just being amazing human beings yeah so um, a shout out to brenda yes, and esmeralda brenda. who yes. send us really sweet messages this past week i know thank you so much yeah. and um we know that you guys have sent us uh cases to to cover and just know we're working on those uh, just give us a little bit of time and we'll we'll get through those um also uh i just want to share a quick update on monica de leon um, I did, I covered her case a couple of weeks ago. Um, she went missing in Guadalajara and, uh, she's actually from the Bay area and, um, just want to say that, uh, she was found. Um, she went missing back in November of 2022. And as of Friday of last week, she, uh, was found alive and was reunited with her family on Saturday. So it truly means the world to both Ali and I that, yeah. That she's back home. She's and, home with um, her family. Yeah, she's home yeah. with her family and her dog. Her dog, she, she's reunited with her dog as well, which makes me unbelievably happy. I saw photos of that. It, it gave me chills. Um, 
But again, thank you so much for listening and for for sharing our cases. If you can please review um, and rate and subscribe to our channels, that would be amazing. It would help us a lot. Anything would, would help. Um, we would really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. You have anything else? No, eso es todo. Yeah, so yeah. stay hydrated, stay cool, yes. and um, we'll talk to you guys next week. Nos vemos la próxima semana. Bye. Bye. Stay spooky.